I just do something in that moment, mm. not really thinking about the consequences. Okay. And then, and then I suffer them. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you're having a great week. I am because I know that you guys get to listen to today's episode featuring comedian Ari Manis. He is a really funny guy. He's touring with big names like Theo Vaughn and and many others all over the country. He also has his own podcast called Unlicensed Therapy, where he gives unsolicited advice to his friends and fellow comedians. And, uh... We are talking about some internet pranks, specifically Facebook pranks, uh, some of which that really blew up in his face, and some that he still has no real remorse for. It's a really fun conversation, something we haven't really talked about before. We, as a culture, are just dying to be enraged and offended by what we see online, and then we feel the need to tell everybody that we are offended. Obviously, sometimes that's merited, 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 did. Sometimes that has merit, uh, but sometimes it's all over nothing. It was a really fun conversation. I really appreciate Ari taking the time and coming over to, to chat about it. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy, and I hope you enjoy the show. If you do, give us that five stars on iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated. It helps us book guests, and honestly, it's just nice to read, nice to know that people are enjoying the show. Uh, you can also check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon page, where if you like the show, you could throw just a couple of bucks, equivalent to a cup of coffee or uh, a tin of Spam, a gallon of milk. Not the organic stuff. I'm not gonna, Let's not get carried away. But, you know, just like a, a store brand gallon of milk. The equivalent of that, you could send my way. Uh, and allow me to continue to make this show. So thank you for that. You can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Share any bad times, good stories you've experienced, and I may just read it on the air. But that's all I've got for now, so without further ado, here's my conversation with Ari Manis. You know, I'm one of those guys where... I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like drama. Sure, but maybe I'm, I speak my mind, and I'm a little bit of a uh, a troublemaker. Mm. I'm a natural born troublemaker. I, I I rebel against authority figures. Okay, and because of that, it's polarizing. Some people don't like me. Some people th- find me annoying. Particularly Some- the people in charge, I would imagine. Sometimes the people in charge, I do things. People get upset at me. So, or sometimes it's my own stupidity. I just do something in that moment, mm. not really thinking about the consequences. Okay. And then, and then I suffer them. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, it's negative. Do you have an example? I mean, so you've seen the tree story video. Yes. So to sum that up real quickly. Yes, for our viewers and listeners. I cut down a tree because I wanted an ocean view 
from my apartment. <laughs> and you lived at the ocean. I lived the near ocean. the ocean. Yeah. It was it was actually probably a mile or so away, but it was on top of a hill. So it had this ocean view, but there was a tree in front of my window. But I rented this apartment. It wasn't my... I didn't own this place. Okay. I don't own a place, to yeah. be clear. I own a 2017 Mustang convertible ruby red. <laughs> what was Cash. that? Horsepower? Over 300 horsepower leather seats. Mm. But I do not own the place that I live. So this was an apartment in Santa Cruz in college. And I cut it down. And, of course, I don't really think about it. I just did it. But people saw me cutting it down. It was in broad daylight. Chainsaw? Handsaw. Handsaw. So, so I was out there for like over an hour cutting down this tree. And I then, imagine. of course, I cut it down. I didn't even think about how to remove the tree or what I was going to do with it. So I just left this dead tree there. <laughs> so it was quite clear what had happened. And then I thought, okay, I didn't think I was going to get caught to begin with. But I was like, if I do get caught, I cut down a tree. What's what's the consequence going to be? They're going right. to be like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You, if anything, you gave the place a There's better view. There's trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I gave the place a better view. But no, I had to go to court. I got charged as a felon. I got dropped to a misdemeanor. But originally, it was charged as a felony. All this shit. It was like, you know, at the time. Now, <sighs> it's this story. And it doesn't really matter to me. Sure. But at the time, it felt like I ruined my life. Yeah, in, in that week, I was like all this money. It was over ten grand. I had to get a lawyer. I thought I was going to get kicked out of college. I thought, I thought I wasn't going to graduate college, which I don't care about. But it was like it was three and a half years in. Really at close. This point, yeah, yeah, I was close to graduating. Yeah, so I was like, I just wasted three and a half years. What was the legal term for the felony that you committed? Do you remember? Like, might have just been property? destruction of property. Okay, I can't. Yeah, 100% remember if that's what it was. But I think that's sure. something along those lines. Okay. All right. So, so I got kicked off campus, had to pay over $10,000 with for the tree, the lawyer, everything, court fees. I had to God. do all this community service. I was on probation for several years. <laughs> uh, so you had to go talk to a PO? No, I didn't have to check in with like a probation officer. Okay. All right. That's good. But I was on probation in a sense where if I fucked up again, if I did anything criminal again, I would the consequence would have been worse because it wasn't my first offense. Like, right. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, you cut down this tree too, and now you're doing this. You're a fuck up. We're gonna have to punish you more or whatever. Right. I don't know why it works that way. No, that's ridiculous. Maybe I do. I don't know. So yeah, so that was that's just one example <laughs> of kind of just me not really thinking. Maybe it's stupidity. Maybe it's not caring enough about consequences. Just thinking in the moment. I thinking don't like this the... thing. I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. So uh, another example. I think I'm going to leave names out of this story. Make up fake names if you want. That's, that can be fun. It could, it could be hard to keep track of. That's fun. true. Maybe okay, well, I work at... I do stand-up comedy. If, if you're watching this... And don't know who I am, which I imagine is everyone watching this because no one knows who I am. <laughs> but I do stand-up comedy at most of the clubs in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. In particular, uh, one of the biggest clubs in Los Angeles. Uh, it's something I'm very, very proud of. It's a place that I work at, get to perform at, that every comedian wants to perform at. If they don't want to perform at it, they're probably lying. They're probably jealous that they didn't get a perform at it. It's that it's a prestigious club. 
and it was it's my number one goal to perform yeah. there yeah. and i and i got a job there and that everyone who works there is a comedian and when you perform that when when you it's an honor it's a, a great lineage of people who did it and there's someone there who's also uh the talent coordinator who decides who gets to perform who gets to work there right that's his job the gatekeeper and the gatekeeper yeah. but but i mean he was also my friend sure. and uh manager and you know i didn't look at him as the gatekeeper but it is important to know that he is a gatekeeper and mm-hmm. he decides he could easily say he'll he says it to famous people he or she will say it to famous people. he'll go up to a famous person and he'll be like sorry i'm not that into your comedy it's that good of a, a place where they don't care that much if you're famous. It's not about that. They care if they like you or not and right. if they like your comedy. So that's a little precursor to where the story is going. I was hanging out with my friends till 2 or 3 in the morning every night like I do. We go to diners. We goof around. We talk shit. That's something big thing i do in my life i don't know if you do this i talk shit about everyone i'm a big gossiper oh nice i think all comedians are yeah whenever i'm in a car with comedians we pretty much just talk shit about other comedians <laughs> i couldn't imagine how many people have talked shit about me <laughs> behind my back because i know i've talked shit about it's an equal opportunity else. uh situation yeah everyone talks shit gets shit talked about them so we're at this diner me and my two friends I'll, I'll use their real names, Abby and Steven. Okay. And we're at this diner, and it's 3 in the morning. We just finished working at the comedy club, performing, working the door. And we thought to ourselves, what do we do now? Right. We're bored. Mm-hmm. So we had this brilliant idea to create a fake comedian on Facebook. Okay. Just to fuck with people. Just to mess with people, maybe hit them up, message them weird things, add them, you know, whatever, ask to be on shows. We just thought it'd be funny to create this fake comedian that everyone's talking about in the comedy scene, but no one knows if they met him or her. They don't really know who it's about. They just go, have you seen this this guy? So we created this comedian. Okay. (laughs) We looked up a spoken word poet in Nebraska, because I don't know if you know what spoken word poet do but it looks like they're doing stand-up yeah they're reading poems but they're holding uh the same mic that stand-up comedians hold sure if you didn't know what they were doing you just saw a picture you're like oh that's a comedian so we found like a small time spoken word poet in nebraska i don't even remember what their real name was i think they were transgendered too so it looked just like a weird dude you know because it was a girl or born a, a woman yeah that was now a man so it didn't quite look like a full man but it did if you didn't know who it was and you just saw a picture you'd be like that's just a weird dude sure that's what i that's the way i looked at it it didn't look like it. you wouldn't say that's a transgendered person right is that the politically correct term for could be uh, i think it is yeah. like transgender i think it is yeah yeah so it was a transgendered man mm-hmm. born a woman looked like a weird man I'm just being honest. Right. I don't know if that's offensive. It didn't look like a normal guy. Seems fair. Look like uh like you. Yeah. But <laughs> just like but, me. <laughs> just like you. Yeah. No. No. It looked like you, 
but no facial hair and also have you'd have no capability of growing facial hair mm -hmm. yet you're how old are you 31 31 yeah so 31 year old you mm -hmm. but with with like a little boy face mm. because you couldn't grow facial hair or a little girl case if we're being technical because it sure. was uh Born a, born I strive a woman. to be technical. Yeah, yeah. So that's what this fake comedian. We named it David Howard. David Howard. David Howard. Wood. It was H O W O O D. So, and that was part of the fun. We're like, no one's gonna know how to say it. Is yeah, it Howard or Howard? That's good. And and so we had that. That was one of the fun elements of it. And we at we made it look really real because we had this person to steal pictures from this identity. We we're basically stealing someone's identity in a sense. Right. We we took all this these pictures from the spoken word poet we we made the bio look really real real we posted all these status these dumb statuses about doing shows and stuff this and is all like three in the morning or something this is all like three in the morning we yeah. made it look so real we added probably literally we added thousands of comedians so if you go to his page it, and you were a comedian it would say you have 300 mutual friends you know so it looks so real yeah, yeah. You're like oh i guess there's a comedian in la right so then we started messing with people. Okay. And first it was just little things. We would hit up people who ran shows and we'd aggressively ask them for spots just so that they would hate David Howard. <laughs> we we even like made statuses talking shit. Like I I have a good friend, uh Brenton Biddlecombe. Okay. Good name. Yeah, that's his real name. Yeah. And that's a good name. he was hosting uh he was hosting Potluck, which is the uh the Monday night at the comedy store mm -hmm. and it usually like over a hundred comedians sign up to perform on it oh, wow. and they pick 12 or right. something. So your chances are slim. Yes. And we made this long status, like showed up to the comedy store, signed up. Brenton showed me complete disrespect and didn't put me up. And if you don't know Brenton, he's like the nicest, sweetest guy in the world yeah. and would never show anyone disrespect. And just can't he just can't get everyone up there's right. 150 comedians yeah, he doesn't know who do david howwood is <laughs> david <laughs> howwood didn't even really sign up so nope. he didn't even not get him up <laughs> so da so then brenton posted this like three-page essay <laughs> saying you know how he started and how hard it is and how he didn't mean to be disrespectful and it's a real blah, thoughtful blah, blah. response it was just this really thoughtful response and then we felt really guilty because we're like, damn, we just fucked with Brenton, who's a good guy. So I, we immediately called him and told him, hey, sorry, that was us. We were just goofing around. He, and he's like, ha ha, that's great. You know, he, he was into it. So we're messing with more people. Um, then there's this girl we have a fr that we're friends with. Yeah. And we had even done pranks with her, kind of online pranks with her in the past. Yeah. So we're like, we're, let's fuck with her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So we added her in a relationship on Facebook with David Howard. And we thought, okay, she's going to wake up and she's going to, because it was three in the morning, right. remember? She's going to wake up. This might have, I think this was even the next night. This was like a week long prank. Okay. We were just messing Kept with it people. going. Yeah. So we thought she's going to wake up. She's going to see this weird dude requesting her in a relationship. It'll just be funny and she'll reject it. And, right. and then we'll, and then we'll tell her, we'll say, hey, did you see that relationship request? Who knows? We thought, be a goof, you know? Yeah, yeah. We weren't thinking. We're dumb idiots. Sure. There was this bug in Facebook. I don't know how. I don't know if it still happens, but we requested her in a relationship. It announced it <laughs> to all of Facebook, all of David Howard's friends and all of her friends. 
So throughout the course of that night, it probably got like 180 likes oh, on God. the relationship <laughs> status of all her friends. Right. And people are, request, you know, there's comments like, hey, who is this guy? You know, like I've never seen you never told us about him. <laughs> and like, wow, like, you know, just all her friends and family yeah. wanting to know about this new boyfriend of hers. Yeah. Even though, by the way, she had a real boyfriend, too, who we were also friends with. <laughs> and um, her her real boyfriend was the talent coordinator of uh-huh. this comedy club uh-huh. that we all worked at. Right. So she wakes up in the morning to see this relationship on Facebook, right. having no idea who David Howard is. She's... Not, I don't want to say she's a famous comedian, but she has a little bit of a following. Right. Well known. And she's she wakes up and she's probably thinking to herself, who is this creep? Yeah. And I mean, relationship. She She's thinking, I have a stalker. Right. Who, added, who I don't know who he is. He had me on Facebook. He had me in a relationship. I have no idea. Maybe he listens to my podcast. Maybe whatever. She mm-hmm. doesn't know. She's kind of scared. Right. As opposed to like, messed with she's frightened right. of this fictional man we created because she's not in on this joke fictional yet. transgendered <laughs> man God. who looks like me minus a beard who looks like you <laughs> yeah. with no beard and baby baby soft skin <laughs> and and maybe larger breasts perhaps than you. yes maybe not i don't know if, no actually i think that uh he had breast surgery to reduce his... Uh, okay. So he could have breasts that look like man breasts. Okay. All right. But he had scars on his breasts. Like you, but with a baby face and scars all over his breasts. Right. So she wakes up to this. Mm-hmm. And for all I know, she wakes up with her boyfriend. I'm right? sure they cuddle and sleep together from time to time. I don't. Th- they didn't live together, but... That's a fair assessment. It's... I have a feeling they woke up together. And yeah. She, and they... You know, what do you do in 2018 when you wake up? You go on your phone and you surf social media. Yep. So she wakes up to being kind of freaked out. And she's with her boyfriend. Yeah. And she probably turns to him and was like, hey, I don't know who this guy is. He just added me in a relationship on Facebook. I've never met the guy. I'm freaking out. So, of course, like any boyfriend would, they're probably up. He's upset, too, because yeah. he's going, who's this creep <laughs> scaring my girlfriend? Who's this? Who's this weirdo? Messing with my girl. Yeah. Perfectly understandable reaction. Very reasonable. That we didn't even think about at all. No. So now he's investigating. Yeah. Who is this guy? Who is this guy that's messing with my girlfriend? Yeah. And remember, we had told a few people that we had pranked, that we messed with, from because we'd been doing it a week. Messing with people for a week. So he finds out. That it was the three of us. Yes. The three people he hired, the three people he gives comedy spots to. Just a good guy. Three people. Yeah. A good guy. And not only that, but like he does a lot for us. Yeah. Uh, You could argue that he is our comedy daddy, Mm. you know, whatever. And our friend. Yeah. Too. Daddy friend. So I get a call from Mm -hmm. him and I don't think anything of it because... I don't know that she's scared or freaked out or anything right. or that he yeah. saw it. Cause I, I didn't even think about him at all when I did it. I yeah. thought I was just messing with her. Who's our friend. Right. 
So I get a call from him, and he goes, hey, what's up, Ari? And I go, hey, what's up? Or no, I don't think he said, he didn't say, hey, what's up, Ari? I said, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, we're friends, right? I said, yeah. And he goes, I got you your job. I'm like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I give you spots to perform. Oh, God. I'm like, yeah. He goes, then why the fuck <laughs> would you do this? And he's mad. Why the fuck would you do this to me? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I still, it hasn't hit me. Like, what the fuck's going on? He's right. never, and by the way, he's never been mad. We've never been mad at each other. He's right. never been mad at me. Oh, God. Ever. Yeah. So I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, you added my girlfriend in a relationship, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't even thinking about you. And I did. It was a prank. Uh, it was just a dumb prank. And he goes, it was a prank. He goes, you're an idiot. This is unbelievable. And he hangs up the phone. And he calls my other friend, who does the prank with me, yells at him yeah. the same way. And we're freaking out. This is, again, it's it's similar to that sense where with the tree, I had put in three and a half years, and I was about to graduate. Right. You know, I'm not saying I was about to graduate from this from this comedy club, but right. I'd put in a lot of time. I'd worked there at this shitty job, and I felt like I threw it all away. I felt... Like, damn, I'm done at this place. I disappointed my friend. Uh, I scared this girl. Uh, I'm a fucking idiot. That's yes. what I was saying. I'm like, I'm a, I am a stupid, stupid idiot. <laughs> and we're and we're all feeling that way. The three of us, yeah, who did it. We're just like, well, we're done here. Yeah, uh, on to the on to the next place. Yep, we're done at this one. <laughs> It's got to just be the and worst feeling, too, because it was just so stupid. It's so stupid. But it's also not like to them, it's not. No, no. Yeah. To, she yeah. woke up freaking out. Right. And we're not even th- we didn't think about it. We didn't think about the repercussions. We didn't think about that. She can get scared. Yeah. It was just stupid. It was just a stupid right. prank. Yeah. But in this moment, we're 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 super sad. We're yeah. like depressed. We're like, we're not, we didn't show up to that place. For a week, we didn't do our spots. We didn't call in our avails to perform. We're, we're literally, we wrote an apology letter, like a heartfelt, long apology letter. We made an apology video. Wow. Like, a, like we filmed us apologizing. Did you keep it somber throughout? Just throw in a few jokes? We did throw in a few jokes. Yeah, you can't, you can't help yourself. But it was serious. But it was serious. At the end of the day, it was, yeah. it, we threw in jokes, but it was not a joke apology. It was a sure. real apology. Yeah. And we had we were coming up with plans like let's let's find his favorite band and con- and get a hold of the singer somehow and and get the singer to to call in for us and like ask for forgiveness. <laughs> like we're like we'll go to the singer's manager's office and we'll just explain to them and like maybe yeah maybe it'll be so crazy that he'll just pick up the phone and do a phone call for us. Sure, yeah, we'll we're pay in LA. him. Yeah. Yeah, we're in LA. We we had these like crazy thoughts like that, <laughs> yeah. and then of course, like after those crazy thoughts went away, we go, "It's okay, you know, like that's just one place. We'll perform at other places. It's right. not a big deal. This is our life now. It's it's just it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine. It, we're like it'll be good. It'll force us to go other places, and it'll just push us <laughs> to work that much harder. We have right? to get a new job too, right? New job. Well, we didn't get fired, but okay. yeah, we did need to get a new job because we didn't work there for the money. We don't work th- there for the money. So, so we had those thoughts. Yeah. And a week goes by, 
and we were we had to work still show up for our shifts and we'd see this guy and he just didn't make eye contact with us didn't talk to us and we felt terrible yeah and i think i think it took about oh yeah we and we're friends with all his friends so we're talking to his friends and we're like what what should we do and he's like don't worry about it his friend was like don't worry about it he'll get over it man you're fine just a dumb prank and we of course did not feel that way but then a few weeks goes by and he hit me up and he was like hey i know you didn't it was a dumb prank and you didn't mean anything by it we're good yeah and now we're closer than ever yeah uh and it worked out but in that moment yeah what a fuck up yeah what a fuck up i was we deleted that profile too if any of you are like i'm gonna look up david howwood it's david (laughs) howwood's gone he's gone forever it scarred us david howwood scarred the shit out of us in the midst of this week that this was going on with david uh, when you would go to clubs or whatever, did you overhear people talking about him? We didn't overhear, but if we brought up, brought it up, yeah, and they'd be like, "Yeah, me too." Yeah, they'd be like, "Who is that? What's yeah. going?" So it was. We had some fun with it. <laughs> That's good. Was it worth it? No. no. I wish I could remove David Howard from history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, I, this was funny too. I remember someone somehow knew that recognized the spoken word poet mm-hmm. wasn't like a famous poet or anything i don't know if there is such thing as a famous poet whatever it wasn't a it was an unknown poet we yeah. found but someone recognized it and we just like blocked that person on the because <laughs> they comment they go this is this person this isn't a real person we just instantly deleted and blocked them <laughs> wow that's crazy yeah so that was uh just another example uh, what's the name of this podcast? My bad shitty times, good bad. Stories. That was a bad time. Yeah. What's a good story? I don't know. Who's to say? I thought so. You thought it was good? Are yeah. you you're just saying that? You're polite to all your guests. Well, that's true. I am. You'll never really know how I feel about it. Yeah. That. See, I knew it wasn't <laughs> a good story. Damn it. So was that uh, the last of your pranking? Did you learn your lesson? No, 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 no. So then there's more. <laughs> there's more. That was the last of my pranking. With that in with I'll continue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's actually a few more pranks. Okay. But I'll continue I guess I'll I'll continue on the timeline in order. I'll continue in order. Okay. They're all there's another Facebook prank. <laughs> cool. So Facebook has this feature that I'm sure you've seen up to this day. Uh, for example, there was just the uh, the fires here in Los Angeles. Right. What were the fires called? I don't even remember. Campfires? Something. It had like a name. Um, they named fires. it. They named this fire. That's how much of a big of a disaster it yeah. was. I think 70 people died. Yeah. Uh, burned a lot of homes. Mm-hmm. A lot of land. People had to be evacuated. But it can all be resolved if we just start raking our leaves, according to our president. So. You know... <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff we could have done. I'm sure California isn't perfect. Yeah. And I'm sure there's stuff that could have been maybe some preventative stuff that could have been done. But it's tough. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, you should get your oil changed every 3,000 miles. But do we all do it? No. No, you can't blame a state for not treating the entire thousands and thousands of miles of land to be fireproof. It's, yeah. uh, it's a tough ask. Yeah, it's easy to say in retrospect, man, you guys should have taken... Yeah, we should have. 
But we didn't. Exactly. We're humans. Yep. So there's these disasters that happen throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Fires, hurricanes, earthquakes, shootings, unfortunately. Yeah, very much so. Um, all sorts of... That's not. I guess shooting isn't a natural disaster, but it's a disaster. Yes. And they plague our earth. And Facebook has a feature, a novel feature, that when one of these disasters happen, you could mark yourself safe mm-hmm. from said disaster. Yes. And I noticed that a couple things, especially when this feature first came out on mm. Facebook. Not only could you mark yourself safe, but you could mark mark others people as safe. So I could mark you if we're friends on Facebook yeah. from the fire. Right. And which is nice. Like maybe uh I I'm with you and you don't you lost your phone in the fire, exactly. but I know that you're safe and I want to alert your friends and family because when you mark someone as safe, it alerts their entire friend. And family, at least it did. I don't think it does anymore. I don't know. But at this time, when I'd mark you as safe from the fire, it would alert every single Facebook friend that you are safe. Right. And not only could I mark you safe from a fire, if there was a earthquake in Malaysia, I could mark you safe and all your friends would see Joe is safe from the earthquake in Malaysia. Okay. And something about this made me laugh because of how silly it is. Right. So this was another late night, and I just started tagging all my friends as safe from an earthquake in Malaysia. That's what it was. Okay. So I'm tagging, I'm tagging people, and it's silly. And by the way, you have to remember, I'm not marking people as dead in an earthquake sure. from Malaysia. I'm not doing that. That's good. I'm marking people who I knew were safe as safe. Right. I'm actually, when you think about it in my defense... I'm using the feature, right? Like they it's intended safe. to. Are these people near it? No, but they are safe, and I'm not marking dead people, and I'm not marking people as unsafe. I'm marking people as safe from a disaster when they were, in fact, safe from said disaster. It's true. Is it a little goofy? Was my intentions, uh, in the best place? Maybe not. Yeah, perhaps. But who who am I hurting by doing that? Right. Who am I really hurting? Yeah. No one. But anyway, people did not like this. No. (laughs) I'm not surprised. People thought it was insensitive. Yes. People deleted me on Facebook for it. Wow. Uh, People were commenting, this is, uh, I don't know why you did this. This isn't funny. Mm. Okay. Maybe it isn't funny to everyone. But I don't understand. I, to this day, don't understand why would upset someone so much again it's not i didn't mark people as unsafe i would get it if i was like joe died in malaysia yeah and and then people are freaking out that you died but you didn't die i didn't but i wasn't doing that no i was marking people as safe so i i marked a comedian friend of mine yeah as safe and he let me say this too he is a uh, a respected comedian in the field He's a veteran. He's beloved by pretty much everyone. I don't know anyone who has a negative thing to say about this person. He's working. He makes a lot of money. He uh, is a friend of mine. But, uh, you know, you could also say he's a mentor. Okay. Yeah. Figure. You know. Friend and mentor. He is a... I wouldn't call him a peer, if that makes sense. I would call him a role model. Someone I would strive to be like. Yes. 
someone who I respect. Right. And I marked him as safe. <laughs> okay. From whatever disaster it was, let's just say it was the earthquake, Malaysian earthquake. I don't remember. I don't remember if there was an earthquake in Malaysia, but something like that. Yeah. And this was, again, because all this stuff happens when I'm bored at 3 in the morning. So I did this. And he woke up, and he had comments on it. Oh, my God. Like, are you okay? Like, I didn't know you were in Malaysia. You know, this is. Yes. I'm so glad you're safe. Things mm-hmm. like that. Right. Which, again, I, I I also don't get the people who are like, are you okay? It says he's okay. Sure. That's what it says on the update. It right. says he is safe. Yeah. But uh, but he he got very mad at me. And he says that he says that he had his niece and nephews calling him crying, like worried about him. Right. And again, this goes back to my defense is it says he was safe. Didn't say he was unsafe. It says he was safe. So I don't know what there is to cry about if he's safe. <laughs> but of course, I do feel bad about that. I do feel bad that his family is worried and called him and he wasn't even in Malaysia. But it, this upset him a great deal. Yes, yes. And he was very mad at me. And I think we're fine now. But there was a period of time. Did you also reach out to his favorite band's manager to get <laughs> and make a video? Mm, no, I wasn't as close to this person. Okay. And right. I was I didn't feel to be honest like I deserved to be I still I mean, look, I'm defending myself. Yes. I wish I could take it back still cuz I don't want to upset people. Right. I don't I don't want to cause people anger. Right. And pain. That's not my intent. I want to create laughter. Yes. And it, for the prank to be funny, and this prank was not funny to this person mm-hmm. and to a lot of people. Yes. Um, some Now, if I don't know the person and they don't like the prank, I don't give a shit. Sure. But I don't want to upset my friends and yeah. people I respect. So I I apologize for that. Yes. But, yeah. But, I think the yeah. implication is that people then assume that person is in the country where the thing happened. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it gets dicey. However, I think also people get on Facebook and their fingers are just tingling, waiting to be offended about something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big part of it, for sure. So when someone really breaks down, I mean, I remember playing uh, when people get upset on Facebook. Yeah. I would play really dumb when I did that prank. Oh, nice. So someone would be like, this isn't funny that you tag this person as safe in the Malaysian earthquake. And I'd be like, well, yeah, what's funny about it? He's safe though. Yeah. So I, t- I would just play it really dumb. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I was just letting you, I was letting all his <laughs> friends and family know that he's safe. Yeah. What's funny about that? <laughs> and they'd be like, well, this, I don't think this is the way that Facebook intended the feature to be used. Then why can it be? Then I'd be like, well, then why can I be used it this right. way? It knows where we are. It knows where all of us are. Yeah. If it's not We're intended not to be used, then how come I just used it that way? Right. What do you mean? Who, why are you to say it wasn't intended to be used this way? Now you know he is safe. Yeah. So I would play it really dumb. And then most people at the end would just go, okay, uh, well... <laughs> I guess I'm not offended. I just think that you didn't know how to use the feature properly. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> I love it when people are so dug in that they just have to have some sort of resolution in these Facebook arguments. Yeah, it is it's crazy just... to think about right now that people are getting upset about this. <laughs> Fine. Say it's not funny. 
say uh, you don't think it's a good prank, fine. Right. Or don't say anything. How about that? Yeah. You don't need to say that either. Just I be, don't know that I've How about com- just ignore it? Yeah. I don't know that I've commented on Facebook in over a year on anything. People don't... I it's still so use easy. Facebook the most, but everyone's on Instagram now. And they don't have the safety right. feature. I still check Facebook. I just don't engage with anyone. I find it to be probably very smart. easy. Probably smart. <laughs> probably a smart thing. Oh, I just thought of another one. Okay. All right. Good. I just thought of... Oh, this is a good one. Okay. All right. I don't know how I thought to do this prank. And this upset people too. Uh, most people like this one, but it upset everything upsets someone. Of like course. you said, people are just insensitive. Yeah. Or sensitive. Yes. So I don't I don't remember how I thought to do this prank. Uh-huh. Or why this thought came to me. Okay. I think it came from I had a friend who had to put down his cat at the vet. Okay. It's a real thing he had to do. Yeah. He was very sad about it. Sad. Sure. He loves his cat. I'm not a cat person, but I, uh, I understand that people love cats right. and can be attached to their cat. And yes. and I feel for them if their cat that they love had to be put down. That's a tragic thing to do. And I remember him saying to me that he had to spend like four or five hundred dollars at the vet to put his cat down. And I remember thinking to myself, like, that's so expensive to put down a cat. You know, if, yeah. if, if, I mean, I understand you want to put your cat out of pain. So at that point, you're, you'll pay it. But like for me, I was thinking, like, I would never spend $400 to put down a cat. No. That seems great. I would just let it die or I would kill it myself. What, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I would do. So I was like, that would be a really funny Craigslist gig post. <laughs> If I said, I have a sick cat, uh, the vet wants to charge $400 to put it down, is there anyone out there that could put it down for cheaper? <laughs> so I Googled a picture of a cat, of like a really cute cat. Yeah. <laughs> and I made a gig and I said, uh, I think I made up a name for it too. I was like, this is my cat Spreckles. Uh, she's unfortunately really sick and has to be put down. Or no, I don't even think I said. <laughs> I don't even think I said sick. I said uh, the vet wants to charge four hundred dollars to put the cat down. Yeah, I don't want to spend that much. Um, how much can you put it down for, and how would you do it? Yeah. I, oh, and I, I said I, I made it crazy. Like if you were any software, you know this post is fake. But I said, please send me a picture of yourself, how much you would kill my cat for, and how much you would kill it for. <laughs> so. I was getting these psychos oh my God. responding to the ad Yeah. for, remember, my non-existent cat. No cat is being harmed in this prank. No, right. Nothing is being physically harmed in this prank. This yeah. is a non-existent cat. I don't have a pet cat. Yes. The only pr- people that uh, are in the way of this are lunatics who spend 30 seconds responding to your email. So I would get selfies from dudes. And I say dudes because... Uh, no girl offered to kill my cat. I mean, that's not that's not sexism. That's just the facts. No girl responded offering to kill my cat. Only men did. So I'd get selfies from like weird dudes with face tattoos, and was like, "I'll kill it for a hundred dollars, and <laughs> I'll strangle it." Or like someone was like, "I'll poison it," and or someone's you know all sorts of methods of how they're gonna kill kill the cat. And how much? Someone's like, "I'll do it for fifty dollars." Someone's like, "I feel for you, man. I'll do it for free." Like crazy responses uh and you know honestly i also got real responses too um from like vet people 
that said I would do it for this price and, and you know, we'll do it painlessly with a shot. Like I got real legit responses from people without and they did not attach a selfie yeah. or anything like yeah. that or a picture of themselves like I requested. And then I'd respond back and I'd say, please send a picture of yourself. <laughs> I would fuck with them. And then I would I would get responses from loving cat owners like Oh my gosh, it's so sad. Why are you putting down the cat? Um are you sure you need to put down? I'll come and take it from you. You know, people who want to rescue the cat. Yeah. And I'll be, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the best guy. I responded to some of those and go, no, no, this cat's really mean. Like I would say things like I'm putting, <laughs> like it, I would, I would, I'd make it sound like I was really insensitive. I would fuck with people a little yeah, bit. Okay. Yeah. So then I, I took a screenshot of my ad. Yeah. And I posted it on my Facebook because I thought it was funny. It was yes. like this clearly weird, funny thing. Right. And then I would also take screenshots of the insane responses I would get from mm-hmm. these crazy people. Yes. And I would post them on like in a in unison with this post so right. that people could see the ad I made and these crazy responses. I get it. You know, this this prank is edgy. I don't know what you don't say. It's I don't I guess Morbid. it's not like yeah, it's a little dark. Yeah. But again, no cat is nothing is being harmed. <laughs> Yeah. And this this is a fictional cat Spreckles that does not exist. <laughs> was that a combination of Sprinkles and Freckles? Whatever Spreckles, yeah, whatever I named the cat. I made that that name up for this story. I don't oh, okay. remember. I don't remember what I actually named yeah. the cat. That's a good name. This was like a year ago or something. Yeah. And again, most people were like, "This is so weird, haha!" And they were they they liked it. I mean, it was a popular post. Universally liked. It was it was, but <laughs> there's you know people. Uh, and it's like, also, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you know I'm going to be doing shit like this, too. Right. So, so I would get, so I got this post from this girl who I went to high school with, actually. Yeah. She's known me as long as, for a long time, yeah. knows me well enough to know that this is not a weird thing. And she's a cat owner. And she goes, oh, my God, this is a horrible post. I'm reporting you to the uh to animal control i forget what she said like to she, she was serious she was like i'm reporting you to animal and i responded and i was like hey uh you know this isn't a real cat this is a fictional cat and she goes i don't care i'm reporting you and then she, and she blocked me and she blocked me on facebook and i'm like what I'm like what is she just mad that she fell for it like i don't understand <laughs> I don't understand people. I don't understand people. Sure. That's what this comes down yeah. to. I don't understand why people can't take it take a joke. What happened to her? Why she can't take this joke? I think her name was Emily. <laughs> well, I love that she was even though there were no actual animals involved, she was still gonna report you to the animal. Yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense. Unit. And it I made no know. sense that she was upset. Like <laughs> even if you're upset, if you're like, Oh my god, poor cat, like you have to go through the vet. But and it's like if for all she know for and also like if i were to see that post <laughs> even if i loved cats and i was like oh this is so horrible for that cat it's obvious that it's someone's pet cat and and they don't want to put down themselves it's probably a sick cat that's why most people put down cats generally so even if this was a real post which it wasn't <laughs> I, I wouldn't be offended right off the bat when yeah. i look at this post i'd be like 
maybe I'd inquire more information. I hope that you go to a responsible someone who could put the cat down without any pain. And I hope the cat's sick and is going to a better place. But to be offended second one, I think is wrong. Because for all I know, I had a very, very sick cat. Right. And I was looking for the best, cheapest way to put it down. I well, couldn't right. afford the vet. And I wanted to put it, euthanize it in the most harmless way. Well, yeah, nobody does any research. They just read it and respond. Yeah. So it was just a read, respond, getting offended. <laughs> Not cool. So then you learned your lesson and there were no more of these, right? No, well, see, the only one I think of so far of all those stories that I've told, only the one yes. uh, at the comedy club is the only one I like regretted. Sure. Because... I think I was wrong. Even putting aside the guy getting mad at us, I scared a girl unintentionally. Right. I made her wake up and think she had a stalker. Yeah. And I and I do admit that I didn't think about that ahead of time. I didn't foresee that happening. And I felt like I was wrong and shouldn't have done it. Right. I regretted my actions. The other times, I'm like, these people need to lighten up. Oh, I agree. Yeah. A, a little bit, in my opinion. No pranks in your life. You're a sweet, there innocent was... boy. <laughs> There You're was sweet and innocent transgender time, boy. I mean, this. I was in like sixth grade, and that was when uh, the rave was to get down on your uh, hands and knees behind somebody and then have somebody else push them, and then they would fall over. Like trip, like you'd have, yeah, you trip, you push someone over someone else. Yeah. You push yeah, them down on the ground. Is that what I that's forget called? what that's called, but yeah, yeah, I remember when that was popular. Yeah. I, I wonder how many kids grade. broke their arms from that prank. Exactly. Yeah. I was not popular uh, in sixth grade. What? No. You look like you would have been popular. Yeah. With his beard and everything. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That beard in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a kid who was less popular than me. And I saw it as a chance to gain popularity points. Uh, is that truly what you were thinking? Is that what was going through your head? This is going to make me cooler? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because a cooler person was like, hey. Egging it on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, let's, uh, I'm going to get behind Julian. And you uh, push him. Yeah. And then I, I'll, and never I'll push see him. It. You never see it coming because you're a nerd. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. That, that, that part was probably just subtext. I don't think he actually said that. But oh, it was I'm clear. sorry. We were all fine. That's quite yeah. all right. Yeah. You weren't a nerd. You were no, a cool I was. guy. Yeah, yeah. It's quite true. I was. I'm sure that's how that guy saw it. So anyway, I did it. And then uh, the kid looked so betrayed. He he expected it from the asshole popular guy, but he was like, we're in this together, man. And just the look on his face. So I went and bought him. Do you remember Allsport? It was the a, third. Isn't that like a Gatorade yeah. clone? Yeah, yeah, Gatorade, Powerade. It didn't yeah. survive. Right. I do but remember that. I actually, and I remember not really liking it that much. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. So it deserved to be gone. Yeah. I only remember it from that high school. Because I remember in gym class, if you ran a nine minute or an eight and a half minute mile or less, you got a free all sport. And I was never close to that, but I didn't really mind because I didn't really want an all sport. However, at the concession stands of this middle school football game I was at, I felt so bad for this kid that I pushed that uh, I bought him five all sports. And then he didn't know what to do with them. And so he threw one at me. And, uh, and since then, I haven't really done a lot he of He threw... Pranks. You apologized and got yes. him all sports. Yes. And instead of taking the apology, he's still like, no, fuck you, man. Yeah. And he threw it. Yeah. Did he you ever make up four. with him? Uh, we were never really particularly close anyway. And But did uh, you ever... 
get back to where you were? Or you were just, <laughs> he just hated you from then on out until he was out of your life. Um, I th- I would imagine after a couple weeks he calmed down. Maybe he thought, well, he did try to apologize. And yeah. Maybe he liked all sport. Maybe that's you, what so you don't really remember how your relationship with that person. It was a pretty insignificant relationship. If you were to do a twelve step program right now, yes. Have you? Are you in a twelve step? You're not allowed to talk about. It, I guess if you are, you're not supposed to. I'm not. Um. So if if you do you know what? But you know what they are. I'm familiar. Okay. I don't know all the steps, but neither do I. Okay. But I know that one of the steps of a twelve step program is you have to go and make amends. Yes. So with everyone. Yeah. So if you were to do a 12-step program and you had to make amends with people in your life, would you contact this person and just say, hey, I just yeah. want to say I'm sorry again I think for, I would. for that The incident. look of hurt on his face has haunted me for many years to the point now that... Do you remember that person's name? Julian. Julian. Yeah. Sorry, Julian. His dad was the... He was a DJ at the middle school dances. And he his was dad known, was a DJ. Yeah, and he was known for chugging a, a whole two liter of, of Coke. The dad chugged the two liter. Yes, we thought was he was the dad cool. fat? He was fairly... Yeah, he was, he was a large man. So everyone liked his dad. Yeah, enough, you know. Interesting. Yeah, but he... It didn't his dad's a him. fat DJ who chugged a two liter of Coke <laughs> who did dances at an elementary school. Yeah. I wonder why this kid turned out to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Seems like the recipe for a cool kid. <laughs> yeah. It actually right. kind of does, though. It seems like the dad would try and make the kid cool. Maybe, exactly. maybe he, re- a lot of people rebel against what their parents are into. Like when I was a kid, my parents liked the Beatles a lot. Yeah. Beatles are arguably, you know, one of the most liked bands of all times. I don't think, even if someone doesn't like that kind of music, I don't think anybody could listen to the Beatles. And be like, well, this sucks. No. There's nothing to dislike about it. They right. have nice voices. Yeah. They're not... Good melodies. Good melodies. And they're not the type of melodies that are like kind of loud or crashing. So even if you don't like it, you could be like, yeah, it's good. And it's good background. Whatever. Right. But when I was a kid, my parents liked the Beatles. So I hated the Beatles. Mm. Beatles sucked. Yeah. Fuck them. Shut off the Beatles. They suck. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe his dad was so cool that he's like, fuck this. I'm a nerd. Yeah. I'm not going to drink Coke. I'm going to drink all sport. I'm going to drink all sport. The dad also wore black leather vests at the dances. I think think this show with the dog in the background, you should just make it even weirder and have like like a little person sitting on top of the oven as your sidekick and just go full on weird with it. Yeah. Sometimes the dog will walk up and burp during interviews. One time it took a shit during an interview. Really? Um, yeah, I love this dog. It's just the best. Girlfriends, right? Yeah, right. Terrific. Um, I do. I do love her. The girlfriend, not the dog. The girlfriend. How long have you been dating her? Three years. That's a long time. Yeah. When are you gonna ask her to marry you? Never. Never. Yeah. You don't believe in marriage? Yeah, I do. I just don't think it's gonna work out. Not with this one. No. This one's just girlfriend material, not wife material. <laughs> it's a long girlfriend to not. Live together, but not not wanting to get married. Yeah, yeah. I think you should. You guys should break up then. <clears throat> you think? You're not going to marry her. Thirty-one. It's true. I am getting older. You go look. If you want to get married, yeah, you can't be in a relationship with a girl you know you're not going to marry. That's true. It just seems like a hard thing to do. Call her right now and break up with her over <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, wouldn't that be good? I dare you. No, no, I'm just going to put it off for another year and a half, probably. 
She yeah. doesn't listen to this. She does. Yeah. This so will lead to an uncomfortable conversation. Or I'll just edit it out. I'm actually Leave it in. Right this is how you're, she's going to find out that she's bro- been broken <laughs> up with. You don't have to tell her. Listen, it's like when you're a little kid. And remember that when you're a little kid and you're, the friend would break up with the friend f- for you? I was that friend, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, just so you know, uh, Jim isn't dating you anymore. You're dumped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the messenger. <laughs> hey, and his podcast. Hey, just so you know, Joe no longer wants to be with you. Yeah. Get your stuff and move out of the apartment. But Joe's keeping the place. But still pay rent. Yeah, pay half the rent. Yeah. Get out of Koreatown. Yeah. All right, we got three minutes. I'll do one more. Okay. So this is a different comedy club okay. that I'm going to talk about here. Yes. And this comedy club is kind of the opposite of the other comedy club, the first okay. one. This comedy club is a comedy club, and I'll do spots there, and a lot of great comedians do spots there. Yeah. But it doesn't. it hasn't been around as long as one of the newer clubs, and... They have some, I don't want to say shady business practices, but business practices that are less respected in the comedy industry. Okay. Such as? And such as booking bringers, a lot more bringer shows uh, where yeah. the comedians have to bring people in order to perform. Yes. Such as having comedians work for them for free. Uh, okay. In trade for spots. Yeah. Um, they, they basically, they take advantage of, Newer comedians to profit the club. Right. For money. Yes. And some could argue they're giving these new comedians opportunities, Mm. and that's true. Yeah. But also some can argue that, hey, why don't you just have a little respect and not take advantage of people? Also a valid point. Um, And, you know, these people are willing to do it. They're not saying... Anyway. Right. They'll... So, long story short, this com- this comedy club isn't respected. No one is saying to themselves, "I gotta perform here." At least, no no working comedian is saying, "Oh no, I can't perform there anymore." Like it's it's uh, people joke about it, right? About this place a little bit, and they have open mics seven days a week. There's another thing. That makes it a little less respectable. You know, a good comedy club has shows seven days a week. Right, headliners and things. Yeah, this comedy club has shows, but they also have open mics seven days a week Mm -hmm. because they want comedians in there buying drinks, whereas other clubs are reaching out, trying to get customers to buy drinks. A lot of their business comes from comedians because here in Los Angeles, there's thousands of comedians. Yes. It's pretty interesting to think about. In any other city in the United States, of course, probably minus New York City, but in any other big city, San Diego, Chicago, comedy clubs make their money from customers, people going to watch comedy. Right. And most in L.A. are the same thing, but there is a, there's a club in L.A. that without the comedians would most likely go out of business. Mm-hmm. So that's a business model that wouldn't work in most places in the no. country. So that that's to give you a perspective of this club. We thought it would be a funny idea, me and my friend Abby again, to make a Craigslist ad. <laughs> we made a Craigslist. We, I guess a lot of my pranks involve Craigslist. Yeah. And we posted a thing saying, looking for a new guitar player to go to Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot's a big music festival, I think, in Seattle. 
Okay. Yeah, that's right. And then we put in the post, hey, we're a band. We we just had a falling out with our guitar player. We did a new one in three weeks for a bumper shoot or whatever it was. You'll be paid $4,000. That doesn't include airfare. We like to have fun, but if you have any substance abuse issues, this isn't the gig for you as we're professionals. Said, you know, we're not going to sit here and say this is going to lead you to joining the band, but it's always a possibility. Right. So yeah. we made it look really real. Very legit post. We said, we're having auditions mm-hmm. at this comedy club's open mic on yeah. this day at this time. Go there, sign up as a first timer. <laughs> and we said, please don't bother the staff with any questions as they are nice enough to let us use the venue for free. Oh, We're thinking maybe a couple guitar players are going to show up. Oh, we also said... Show up to the venue, you get three minutes, sit, start out the audition by saying your name, how long you've been playing guitar, who are your influences, and then play an acoustic guitar piece with no lyrics. Yes. <laughs> We're thinking two or three people are going to show up. Oh, boy. There must have been 15 to 25 oh, God. guitar <laughs> players at this comedy club at this oh. open mic. Oh, God. <laughs> so we get there. And we're like, holy shit. Yeah. And it, the other comedians are saying, huh, there's a lot of guitar comedians at this <laughs> mic. <laughs> right. So this is just a standard open mic night for comedians. No, mic night. Yeah. yeah. At a comedy club. Right. So the mic starts. The first guy goes up. Mm-hmm. Hey, my name's so-and-so. I've been playing guitar for 11 years. My influences are Kurt Cobain, blah, 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 blah. Then goes into a silent acoustic guitar piece. Yeah. Really good. People thought it was like this alternative weird comic that right. wasn't going to say any jokes that was just playing guitar. Yeah. So they're like chuckling a little bit. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess this guy's not going to say any jokes. He gets up. <laughs> a second guy goes up, does the same thing. Oh, God. Now people are just like confused. The third guy goes up. Same thing. I remember the girl who works at the club was like, well, uh, we do have a, a festival coming up here and uh, we do have... Uh, we do have some music, uh, musical acts, so I guess this isn't a complete waste for you guys. You might get booked at that festival. Like, trying to just be, like, nice and supportive, right. but, like, yeah. doesn't know what she's talking about. The next guy goes up. I remember this one guy. He was, he was like, fat, and he had, like, like a, a beard kind of like mine in the sense where he couldn't grow a full beard, but, yeah. but it was longer, but it was, like, long, and just it looked like a shitty beard. He was, like, like nerdy-looking dude. And he had a nylon string guitar. He's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I've been playing guitar for this many years. These are my influences. And he goes into this like beautiful, just classical guitar. Yeah. Silent. And I remember it was so beautiful. And, and people in the crowd were like actually getting into it. Yeah. And me and Abby were just in the back crying, laughing. Like we had to run out of the room because we were laughing so hard. And people were getting into this. And it was just... I, I ha- haven't laughed this hard to this day. This was probably two years ago. Yeah. And I have not made myself laugh, or no one has yet to make me laugh as hard as I laugh to this day. So we're crying laughing. And then literally probably eight guitar players go up, and there's comedians in the back going, what's going on? Like, <laughs> sure. this is bullshit. What the? What is this? Yeah. This isn't comedy. And then finally, the owner of the comedy club comes in, and she says, hey, I don't know who said there was a band audition going on here, but there is not. This is a 
appears to be some sort of prank. Yeah. This is a comedy open mic. We're not going to be having any more guitar players tonight. I apologize if you wasted your time. She goes, and if anyone, uh, if and whoever did this, uh, please come forward. <laughs> of course, we did not come forward. Because that always works. Yeah. It was me. So we uh, we laughed. We had a great day. And uh, we left. And that was it. Nothing bad happened from that at all. No. Well, except that for was, the... That was just know. another prank. It actually... It wasn't... What it was the name of the podcast? Good Stories. Bad, bad Times, Good Stories. Bad Times, Good Stories. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. I, I want to end it on a positive note. I know you. I know you wanted yeah. it to be a bad time. It was... A, yeah, I guess it was a bad time for... All that of them. club owner and all of them. But I thought, you know... Someone was like, that's funny, but don't you feel guilty and bad for those guitar players? You know how many shitty commercial auditions? You know how many times I've driven a Santa Monica for a cattle call shitty commercial audition that I had no chance of getting? Yeah, I feel bad for them. I also feel bad for all the times I've done it. No, I know that doesn't that doesn't make it better. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. But it Well, weird. as long as you got a good chuckle. They, out of I it. sacrificed these strange guitar players for the greater good of the story on this podcast. Who knows? Maybe for all one these of them listeners. This is a story that they'll go on to tell. Yeah. Maybe exactly. they'll one of those people is gonna be in a successful band and they'll be like they're, they're gonna be interviewed, they're gonna be like, Man, was it hard coming up as a musician? It'd be like this one time some asshole yeah. <laughs> came up with a fake post. <laughs> but it ended up being the kick that I needed. I hadn't played in five years and Performing on yeah. that, you know, that's yeah, the, got, the they got to play in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah. So you're welcome, guitarist who wasted your time. I realize that after listening to this podcast, people are gonna think that I'm a bad guy, <laughs> and um, sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I sorry? I'm sorry. <sighs> so sorry. Nah, you don't you don't have you don't owe them anything. You didn't do anything to them. I'm so sorry. That's good. Well, where can people uh follow you and follow your being a bad guy uh <laughs> life? Uh it's just I'm I am i am everywhere, website, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm everywhere at Ari Manis, Arimanis.com. Cool. And then you have a podcast too, right? I have a podcast on licensed therapy. I've had a lot of amazing comedian guests. It's where people come in and I give them advice on their problems. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, you know, has there been a divorce from this podcast? Maybe. You have to listen and find out. Yeah. Has someone gotten a divorce from it? Yeah, you never know. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Has someone moved out of Los Angeles and given up on their dreams from my advice? Possibly. Who knows? I could see that. <laughs> I'm not, sorry. Not a reflection of you, but just in general. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Me too. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, thanks to Ari for coming over and talking about his uh, Facebook prank shenanigans. Really enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. If you did, give us that five stars on iTunes. Check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com and email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Again, Ari's podcast is called Unlicensed Therapy, where he gives unsolicited advice to his friends and fellow comedians. That's all I've got for this week, so until next Wednesday, keep laughing.